Hey, y'all. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for your um, patience and dedication to our pod as we are very uh, sporadic as of late due to my having children. Um, you know, things get a little crazier. Um, maybe some of you in the future will know about it. And some of you won't because some of you will have children and some of you will not. So. That's like how life is, I think. Yeah. Sometimes you sometimes do things happen and, then, and sometimes they don't. That's right. Yeah. It's usually one or the other. Yeah. It's, it definitely is one or the other. But um, so, yeah, so things are a little more sporadic, but let's see what's been going on. Do you want to get into the topics or do you just want to? Yeah, we should get going okay. into the topics, but let's see if we can come upon the many of them naturally. Mm. You're like, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> no, I was ready to just run down these lists. Um, well, let's start with um, Pee Wee Herman is dead. We gotta, if we're talking celeb celebrity news, we gotta go back. What do you mean go back? Because how your child crush age. Oh, yeah. My child crush. Um, so, the guy, anybody, so go find it, first of all. Okay. Go find it. I'll find it. Oh. What do I hear? He can. Um, so, uh. Come on, Pixel. Do it. What did I say? P oh, Pee Wee Herman is dead. Mm -hmm. That's something we What's need to name? know about Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, well, like I don't remember, but he's the same guy who um, did get arrested for masturbating in a cinema, and that was because he was yeah. Okay, now hold on, hold on. Now Google his name. Eric von Detten. Yeah, Eric von Detten, y'all. Google it. Google him. Now you Google him. I Google him. Yeah, go over here okay. and do it. Eric Von Denton. If we keep saying it, it'll just automatically pop up with the... And then movies. Do do his He's films. He's an American singer. Okay, look at him. Okay. Now, this was the guy who was the love interest in <clears throat> The Princess Diaries, for those of you who... Not the not the love interest, I should say, who um, who is the lead singer of Rooney. Not that guy, but the the bad guy, you know? You know who I'm talking about. The love interest. This guy is also a singer. What? It's insane. But He's no. A former, uh, former actor. <clears throat> Hold on. I'm... Escape to Witch Mountain. Toy oh God, Story. He was in Escape to Witch Mountain. Let me see him in that. Brink. Brink is what I Migo. was thinking of. The Princess Diaries. Yep. Complete Savages and So Weird. So weird. He voiced Erwin Lawson throughout the full run of Recess and the series' four successive direct-to-video films. He's aged 40. I must have been leaking in the grocery store because this um, nursing bra is wet. Uh-uh. It's not wet from where it would have leaked here. It's wet from where I would have been located. What? I'll show you. Come here. What um? But what I meant I to say, huh? What movie am I looking for? You're not looking for any. Look with your eyeballs. See, we're here. Like that would not have been. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have to do it this way, babe. I, I apologize for that, but it's the only way to get those. The flanges are too large. Yeah, that's not enough, dude. 
Don't hold it by this because I don't trust him. Um, hold on, hold on. He was also in Days of Our Lives. What? Of course he was, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He also voiced Sid Phillips in Toy Story. Sid? He was in the film Christmas Every Day in 1996 and played Wally Cleaver in the 1997 Leave it to Beaver. Okay, but here's what I'm trying to say. <coughs> Everybody, think. Princess Diaries number one. What the blonde the blonde guy who she had a crush on, the popular kid. That guy who was so attractive and sexy. His name is Eric Von what? Detton. Eric Von Detton. Google what he looks like now. Did you see what he looks like now? Yeah. Can I get a before and after or something? It's embarrassing. Can you be embarrassed about it? Hold please. Like show them with your voice how crazy it is. Are you choking? What's happening down there? Baby, she needs to be burped, okay? okay? Her head does feel a little warm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good picture of him now, but that's not the picture. God, you're really making a mockery of this segment right now. They hate this. They're not coming back. I'm trying to find a... Why even would they? Side by side. They oh, only and use I... this photo. For side by sides. Uh-uh, right there. Other celebrity news. Strike watch. Uh, 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 strike watch. Yeah. Let's get into strike watch. So tell the people what's happening. Uh... Well, for many weeks now. Uh, <laughs> well, some people may still not even know. Previously, WGA um, stroke had stricken. Was on strike. Yeah, um, they were stroken, and because of many reasons, you know, I don't know. The Writers Guild of America. Is what WGA Yeah, so is? that's like everyone who writes um, like for anything specifically like television. Film and television. Yeah, film yeah. and television. Like everything that you watch on a TV or in a movie theater or on your phone. And yeah, they're upset for a lot of reasons. A lot of the stuff revolves around streaming and residuals or lack thereof. Is, is it your foot that's making that noise? Yeah. Yeah. He looked so confused and scared. Oh, yeah, so I tapped I just, it twice. No, it's okay. I was just trying to make him feel better. Mm. Keep going. Um, but, yeah, so they're upset about that. They're also uh, concerned about AI and AI's um, potential to take away from their craft. And their but if you guys have read anything written by AI, <laughs> we're a little bit away from it yet. I'll tell you that one for I don't know. I don't know if that's true. The ones we used to read are crazy. That wasn't that long ago. Here, let me ask it something. What? Get home, man. She's awake? Um, I'll ask it to tell a story. What concept? What's the concept? Yeah, just, just something easy. A fairy smut. It's going to be too difficult. Why? About two fairies. In a forest. Having sex. (laughs) 
Now, what are you asking right now? Be specific for the people. I said, tell me a story no, about no, no. two Who fairies. Who did you say tell it? Um, the Snapchat AI. Snapchat AI. So he's using Snapchat artificial intelligence insemination. <laughs> <laughs> I said, tell me a story about two fairies in a forest. It said, once upon a time, two fairies named Lily and Rose lived in a magical forest. I said, what else? Lily and Rose were best friends who loved to play pranks on the forest animals. So good so far. What kind of pranks? One day, they decided to play a prank on the mischievous squirrel who always stole their acorns. What did they do? Lily and Rose made a fake acorn that was filled with mud and placed it where the squirrel would find it. That's so rude. How did the, what did the squirrel do? The squirrel was so excited to find the acorn that he didn't even notice it was fake. He took a big bite and got mud all over his face. Stupid squirrel. The squirrel was so embarrassed that he ran off to hide. Lily and Rose laughed so hard that they fell off their perch. A computer came up with this. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good. <laughs> so writers are concerned. <laughs> and you're, you're a writing, you're a writing master. Yeah. That was pretty good. A masterist. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That was a pretty good story. That was a pretty good story. For a I simple was, prompt. I really wanted them to tell me some more. Now, granted, I have to keep prompting it to continue. That's so stupid. Oh, that was the end of its story for now. I said, what else? And the AI said, that was hilarious. Do you have any funny prank stories to share? Oh, so that was crazy and cool. But anyway, so, yeah, that so that's the WGA strike, and that had been done going on. Yeah, and then eventually, because they weren't having their meads net, their their meads net. Wow, dyslexia. Their needs. <laughs> not, um, not wow, dyslexia. Uh, so they uh, sag aftra. Which is the Screenwriters Guild of America. Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild of America. What's AFTRA? Mm. Acting for the real arts. Yeah. Okay. That, I think that's it. Okay. What do you think it is? Acting for the... Here. I don't I've know. I've got someone who can take care of this. Is it AI? Good job, girly. That's my girl. She had a burp, everyone. Yay. <gasps> Two burps. Yay. SAG-AFTRA is a labor union representing actors, announcers, journalists, dancers, and other media professionals. Announcers? Journalists, dancers? Not my beautiful dancer's ankles. Uh, I asked if it can break down the acronym, and it said SAG-AFTRA stands for Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. That makes way more sense than what we said. Mm. Acting for the real arts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So anyway. Um, so strike now... Watch. So people are upset, concerned about AI, not getting residuals from streaming. Um, concerned about like also the quality, I think, of the work that they're able to complete and the quick turnaround expectations of streaming, um, i.e. the worst 
finale I've ever seen for a show, quite possibly ever, Secret Invasion, Marvel's Secret Invasion, featuring star-studded actors, including Nicholas J. Fury, played by Samuel L. Jackson, and Gaia, played by Amelia Clark. And it was the worst finale of a show ever that I've seen. Well, I think it has a 30 something on Rotten Tomatoes. It's t- it, yeah, it's real bad. Well, so the strike, what do we know about it? What are their demands? Well, that's what we were just talking about. Their demands revolve around streaming and AI. No, their demands revolve around being paid a fair wage. Yeah. Uh having appropriate contracts Mm -hmm. for their services play a couple of the things because i think some of these are really interesting luke cook i think is the guy who has a lot of interesting stuff yeah he explains stuff that i didn't realize about um i would also say in the vein of ai marvel um slash disney is not helping themselves because they paid a company to have them generate an ai um intro for their secret invasion show so instead of paying someone to do artwork for an animated you know whatever um it was created by ai oh let me sum up one of the luke cook ones although did we i don't know if i captioned them did i caption them well i have them labeled which like spot they're in well i know i just i'm trying to think i was going to use my voice do you want to talk do you want to hear sean gunn do you want to hear luke cook or um, Snoop Dogg. Well, Snoop's is interesting, but let me tell. Let me. Damn, it's gonna be hard. The I was first tr- Luke Cook one you sent, I can play. I was just trying to avoid having to play them all because I can sum one of them up. But go ahead. If I so SAG actors are going on strike. What does that mean? My name is Luke Cook. I'm an actor from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Katie Keene, Dynasty, Dollface. And I am not a millionaire. I drive a 2010 Mazda S3. My previous car was a 2006 Ford Taurus. 95% of the actors in SAG cannot make a living from acting. They've got to have side hustles, etc. I am one of those actors. So the actors that you're thinking of who are the millionaires are usually series regulars or big A-listers in big movies. The actors who surround them, though, are actors like myself, guest stars, co-stars, etc. And we're paid chips. I'll give you an example. I did a show called Dollface last year. They put me on a billboard on Sunset. Do you know how much they paid me to be on the billboard? Zero. The amount that they paid me to be in the show was not much better. So I live in Los Angeles and I have two kids. I got paid per episode, which is two weeks of work, $7,500. Then it's taxed. Then a manager takes 10%, an agent takes 10%, and a lawyer takes 5%. Now, I am one rung below a series regular who is making maybe 100000 so sometimes per episode. They're very wealthy and they're worth... So $7,000 minus 25%. Which is minus 17. So that's where 53. So now we're at $5,300 mm-hmm. um, minus 6% for taxes. So 5,300 minus 6%. When should you do taxes first off the top? And then the 25%? Yeah, it doesn't matter either way, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't say. Do you want to math real quick? Is Yeah, so they take. Oh, God. Everything starts playing automatically always. Okay, so do 7,000 times 6, or 0. 0.6, 
sorry, point zero. Zero. 0.06. It's 6%. I'm sorry. 7,000 times 0. 0.06. 7,500, he said. It was 7,500? I'm sorry. It's 7,500 times 0. 0.06. No, 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 minus twenty five percent. Because I already, I already added all of the percentages up. Yeah, but that's not. It's not as a total percentage. You pay twenty five out of your net, and then another ten, and then another ten. No, then... what? No, he said then ten percent for this, ten percent for this, and five percent for this. So that's twenty five total percent. Yeah. It should be fifty two. Five two eight. 7.5. So that's 50. So divide by 2. 5, 2, 8, 7, 50. And that's divided by 2 weeks worth of work, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's $2,600 a week in Los Angeles. Times 4 weeks. I mean, that means he's netting 10 grand a month. That's less than you and I make. Together or? No, like individually. individually. That's, well... Combined, yeah. He making, yeah. He's making what we make. Probably, um, combined. Combined net. It's $127,000 a year. If, the, well, if the thing he is, were to, yeah. If he worked every, every single, single week, week. Which he just, the point that, is that. paid that amount. Right. Which the, the point of this whole thing that we're saying <clears throat> is that he, because he's not a quote series regular. He doesn't, work he doesn't work every week. Like he may only be in some episodes or he may be a guest star and therefore he's not even the whole season of something. And that's if he worked 52 weeks a year, which obviously you don't do as an actor. So like point being, he's making what, like, what did we say? $2,500 a week? Yeah. Uh, 26. Yeah. Yeah. As just, so continue. Okay. Yeah. After taxes, I looked this up. The average cost of living in LA. Now this is without children is $76,000 a year. Mm. And he has two kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, kids are expensive. Very. So. Continue with the video. I apologize. No, that's okay. I, I'll have to get back so to where it is. Now, I am one rung below a series regular who is making maybe 100000 sometimes per episode. They're very wealthy, and they're worth it, too. They're usually very talented people. A huge portion of this strike is about people like me who need to be paid more for the work that they do and let them have a portion of the profits that these streamers and these big companies are bringing in. So this discussion is not about millionaires. As I said, 95% of the union can't make enough money to live by just doing this job. Now, your favorite actor probably won't be too affected by this deal. Whatever the deal ends up being, they'll just continue to get paid a whole lot of money. But everybody else who surrounds them, who enables them to play the roles that they get to play, who play the smaller roles that surround them, are asking for a better payday. And um, as someone who's a battler and I always have a side job, I think it'd be great to get paid money to be in your favorite shows. That just seems fair to me. Like, if you see me on TV... I shouldn't have to have two side jobs just in order to survive. So SAG actors are going on. So that is very helpful. Let's get the next one. From him? Yeah. I think he, because I think he explains it very well. Mm hmm Strike. What does that mean? 
this is another thing that's good for people to understand out there. Studios are wanting to scan extras for one day of work and then use their likeness in perpetuity, a.k.a. forever, for infinity, as much as they want to, without the consent of the actor, in their shows and in their movies. And you know what's crazy about this and something that we really need to consider if you want to understand where an actor's head is at? There are actors who will say yes to that. A $200 payday, they'll say yes just to make rent. Their likeness used in perpetuity forever. It makes me question just everything, you know? It makes me question everything. Do corporations care about any people, anywhere? Or do they only care about profits? This is another thing that's good for people. So yeah, that was a big one. So re what Big Boy is saying about AI. They're, they have the ability and some people, it's already happening. They will, they're asking extras to sign a contract wherein when they come in to do their one day of extra work, they do all of the scans that are required um, to then generate that person's likeness in further projects. And because they signed this contract for their one day of work, the whatever studio it is or whatever company can use that likeness in perpetuity. So forever um, with, with, without consent. And without residuals as well. You're Correct. not paid for that. In the future. You don't get paid, paid in the future. You get paid one for the one, yeah. one time that you worked. It's wild. Continue. To understand out there, studios are wanting to scan oh, the same one? Nope. for one day of work and then use their oh, lights. Sean, Sean Guns is not available. Oh. I don't remember that anyway. He was talking about how um, his was about Gilmore Girls. Oh, I didn't see it. Fuck. You sent it. What was it? Um, how he's seen zero dollars. Oh, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Kirk. He's Kirk. Kirk from Gilmore Girls. I do remember this now. He was he was striking and he was saying how he has not been paid any amount of money for Gilmore Girls is like has been on the top whatever number of yeah. stri- of uh streams for Netflix yeah. since it was I mean, since it from got my on mom's Netflix. watching alone. Yeah, he should be he, making money. He should be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> like multi I've watched I myself and I don't watch it. It's not one of my comfort shows, right? You know, everybody has your comfort. I know, but everybody has their comfort show. I think. Do you have a comfort show? Uh, everybody has their comfort shows. The show you put on the the background. You know, I I switch off. I would say like ASMR. I would say some people's is Friends, some people's Seinfeld, The Office, Parks Mm. and Rec, New Girl, um, Gilmore Girls, like. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. I'm trying to think of people's comfort shows. Everybody has a comfort show where you can throw it on. You've seen it before. You know it like the back of your hand. You don't really have to pay attention, but if you want to, you can. Mm -hmm. That show. Your ASMR, whatever that show is for you. Gilmore Girls is that for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Your mother's one of those people who watches it let's use the phrase again for for posterity, in perpetuity. Your mother watches Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I myself, and that's not my comfort show, have watched Gilmore Girls start to finish on Netflix at least four times. Mm-hmm. And that's just for someone who, it's not even my comfort show. I've just been like, you know what? I'm having a hanker and I'll rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, ooh, there's a nip in the air. Let me put it on. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, he should be making money. Like he, and he again is just like what Luke, um, what's his nuts? Cook. Luke, Luke Cook. Um, who, again, plays Lucifer Morningstar and Sabrina, um, The Chilling Adventures of Rain on Netflix. Um, 
But it's just like he was saying, like, Kirk is a side character in Gilmore Girls. But he's in enough episodes. He's probably in, what, 50% or more? 75%? Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably in 75% of the episodes of Gilmore Girls. And he hasn't gotten a single dollar from um, Netflix. And Gilmore Girls is constantly in the top, whatever, 10 mm-hmm. streaming shows on Netflix at all times. So that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. And then let's do the Snoop Dogg one. In perpetuity. But streaming got to get, get their shit together. Because I don't understand how the fuck you get paid off of that shit. <laughs> like, I mean, can somebody explain to me how you can get a billion streams and not get a million dollars? Like, that shit don't make sense to me. Like, I don't know who the fuck running the streaming industry, if you in here or not. <laughs> but, nigga, you need to give us some information on how the fuck to track this money down. Because one plus one ain't adding up to two. That shit don't add up. And I have to say it. Because that's the main gripe with a lot of us artists is that we do major numbers with streams and this shit, but it don't add up to the money. Like, where the fuck is the money? When I first came out, my records would sell based off of physical. If you sold a million copies, that means if $9.99, $9 million, you get this percentage, that's what it is. So if I sell how many streams, how much money do I get? It's not being translated, and, and it's not working for the artist right now. And I just want to speak to that in yeah, the no, music industry. Talk. Like, that's fucked up. And we need to find a way to figure that out the same way the writers are figuring out the writers are striking because streaming, they can't get paid. Because when it's on the platform, it's not like in the box office. In the box office, if it does all these numbers, you may get an up. Oh, it did this many, here's another check. But on streaming, you got 300,000 hours that somebody watched your movie. Where's the money? And I know I'm going off a script right now, but fuck it. This is business. Yeah. This is business. You know what I'm saying? This is a room full of business people, and somebody may hear this and be able to do something about it so that way the next artist don't have to struggle or cry or try to figure out how to get to his money. Because some of these artists are streaming millions and millions and millions and millions of fucking streams, and they don't got no millions of dollars in their pocket. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think there is another strike watch that you didn't write down that Mm, we sent after. after. Yeah. Are you going to find it easier? No, I wanted to pull up. Um... I'm raising your rent. <coughs> How do we know when? Uh, do you know when? Because here's one. You added one. I'll play it now. Next year. Then I get. I've never been paid one residual for Ned's Declassified ever. Are you serious? Yeah. Let's go. We're here with. Devin Werkheiser. And where are we? We are out in front of Netflix. And why are we striking? The business interests, the corporate interests, the executive interests are undervaluing and disrespecting the very labor that builds up builds up their industry. I've been in a SAG after member since I was a kid, and all of us know it right now. Unless you're in the top 0.01% of this industry, you're making less and less. And there's rising cost of living in LA. Yeah, it's expensive in California, right? You know. And I've seen it, like guest star roles, recurring roles, all the base salary, which is actually what most of us make, it's not enough. If people don't know, like streamers do not pay residuals. It's like very little. Yeah, you I know can't your live show, on it. Ned's Classified, was on... Uh... Before SAG and After merged, uh-huh. Ned's was an after show. Mm-hmm. 
and my deal was fucked. I've never been paid one residual for Ned's Declassified ever. Are you serious? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it should be illegal. I don't know what happened. Would you cancel your Netflix subscription? I'm not gonna lie, I don't pay for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Who pays for it? Who's ever account I, I use, so so I don't pay Netflix. <laughs> All right, I can get you a good password. If okay, you need my it. guy. Name three countries other than America. Oh, I think I've seen you do this. Really? Yeah. I've never been paid one. To, resi- to Snoop Dogg's point, there was a time where Taylor Swift pulled all of her music from Spotify due to that. Yep. So, you know, in her, in her words, <clears throat> music is art and art is important and rare. Important, rare things are valuable. Valuable things should be paid for. It's my opinion that music should not be free. And my prediction is that individual artists... And their labels will someday decide what an album's price point is. I hope they don't underestimate themselves or undervalue their art. Here's another strike watch. We've got a message for Mr. Iger. This is Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. I know, sir, that you look through things through a different lens. We don't expect you to understand who we are. But we ask you to hear us, and beyond that, to listen to us when we tell you we will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots. We will not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living. And lastly, and most importantly, we will not allow you to take away our dignity. What's that guy's name? Uh, who's standing behind we him? Not- I have no idea who that is. Yeah, you do. Fuck. What's his name? Uh, somebody bring up IMDb uh, The Island. The Island. Welcome to The Island. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That, we don't know if you project. guys heard that. Resay what yeah, you said. So the Netflix um, has posted a position. It's like AI project manager or something like that. Um, and the starting salary for that is $950,000. And uh, Rosie Cotton said that Amazon has done the same. Did so, you IMDb the island? I did. It's this guy that looks like Christopher Walken. Show me the actors. He's going to be regular. It's that guy. Steve Buscemi? Is that Steve Buscemi? Yes, it is. Look in the background right there. That's not him. Yes, it is. Absolutely not. Yes, it is. It's Ethan Phillips, maybe. No. This guy. That's not Steve Buscemi. Yeah, let me see. Yes, it is. That is him with the glasses. That's not Steve Buscemi. Yes, it is. It's not. He looks completely yes, different. Yes, it is. Show him. The guy behind Brian Cranston. That's Steve Buscemi, is it not? Yes, it is. Hold on. Look, that's on. Steve Buscemi. This is who we're talking about. This man. Look, it is him, bitch. Bitch. Look at the glasses. 
It doesn't even look like well, him Well, it is him. I feel vindicated. I see. <laughs> you know that thing of when you hear a voice in a commercial and you yeah. know the voice? Mm-hmm. It's like a CVS commercial and you're like, yeah. that's fucking. Consumer value store. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like when you never will see their their face, but it's like a very famous voice. It's like that. I have that. But with actors and actresses and their voices and their faces. Look at it. Fair casting process. AI protection and fair compensation. Actually, he just laid out their demands. Retirement yeah. pay, revenue sharing, health care, retirement funding, a fair casting process, AI protection and fair compensation. These are not unusual or unreasonable things to ask for. They are, in fact, essential. So we are here because this moment is crucial. We stand together So you all heard Steve Buscemi said it best. Uh, That's what they're asking for. So just also to kind of talk about the effectiveness of the strike so far. Um, I just pulled up a little list of shows that are postponed or, uh, well, projects. So shows or movies that are postponed due to that. Um, So Dune 2. No, it's unaffected. They put Warner Brothers is eyeing to push it to 2024. No. No. Considering new dates for the Why? color purple, Aquaman two. Why is Dune two being pushed? It's, it's already done. Because they need to spread out their content. Because they're not gonna, they're not gonna have a year where they have no content. No. So. Can I strike that strike? <laughs> can I strike this pushback? No, the guy who played Error, Error, Arrow, um, in the TV show is against the strike, but people don't like him. Yeah, I'm not they against the strike. I'm against pushing Dune Two. Um, Challengers featuring Zendaya. <clears throat> I don't know what that is though. It's from the director of Bones and All. Problemista featuring uh, other people. Um, White Bird featuring Helen Mirren. Um, Dirty Dancing sequel. Saw Ten. Borderlands. Uh, poor. Their things. Dirty Dancing sequel. Colon. Saw Ten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Poor Things featuring Emma Stone, Gran Turismo featuring, um, uh, what's the guy, the sheriff from Stranger Things, um, Into the Spider-Verse, Craven the Hunter, um, several Marvel projects were post or postponed as well, um, Untitled Ghostbusters sequel, Untitled Karate Kid film, yeah, Untitled Bad Boys sequel. I have another update, here it is. This is Zach Braff of Scrubs, as well as of, he's just awesome. Um, SAG-AFTRA makes the $26,000 that's the minimum to qualify for health insurance every year. I'm going to repeat that. 12% of SAG-AFTRA make $26,000 a year. Only 12% make the $26,000 a year cutoff to get health health insurance. So we're here for people like that. I'm trying not to get emotional about it and get upset about it and everything like that. But I don't want to die and then all of a sudden still be 
in movies and my family not seeing any money for that or you know i don't want my likeness to be you know i, I don't want people saying things for me uh that i probably wouldn't want to say or wouldn't say I, I don't want things like that i don't you know i want to be if you are going to put me in a movie i want to have stipulations i want i want my family to see money on me. although i would love to have an ai version of you i would love to have an AI. i would just use it for myself i wouldn't i wouldn't try to make money on it yeah, so Marvel has also pushed a lot of th- projects back, um, most of them by a year. Um, they have moved one up, though, which is um, Deadpool. They're, they moved that up to May of next year. I wonder why. I think it's going to give them a chance to reset um x-men and also a lot of the problems that they're having right now in their timelines a lot of people think that it's going to allow them an opportunity to say well you know all these shows that you're watching they're all across different timelines that's why things aren't lining up it's not that we forgot continuity we promise it was just different multiverses that's what was happening that's why it was all weird we knew the whole time that's what people oh shit I'm so sorry to come off of Strike Watch, but you know how I said Pee Wee Herman died? Yeah. I forgot to say this guy died. Angus Cloud, the guy who played who? Uh, Fez. In Euphoria is mm-hmm. dead at 25. Yeah. What are they going to do with this storyline? I think they should just cancel Euphoria. Like five of them. Like they're, they're like eight. Um, it's like ensemble. And like four of them have left the project. How? Why? Um, a couple of them are just not interested in like the direction that their character is going. Um, some of them don't like the director. He's a little bit of a, a creep. Like he's weird. Like the one, the Sydney Sweeney, like is always naked and it's like uncomfortable for her, like to always be, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah, people are just like not a huge fan of him. I forget his name, um, but he's a little weird. And creepy. So you people have suggested that they just cancel this show. Uh, that's what I have suggested. Oh, because this isn't a well-known thing. No. Oh, Grayson has also suggested that, but I feel what's the point of continuing at this point? It won't come out. They pushed it to 2025, I think now, because it's supposed to be next year because of the writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, let's just let it go. You know what's most certainly going to be canceled because of this? Wheel of Time. For sure. They're not going to bring that back. I thought they, but they already thought that one guy didn't do Criminal Minds because of yeah, the but conflict it took him, for it recording took him like Wheel of Time. three years to make the second season already because they pushed it back due to the Lord, the stupid Lord of the Rings show. That wasn't yeah, but I, fucking they must have been already filming because he was, they already filmed. So they would, they'd be taking an L. Well, yeah, but if they haven't filmed all of it. Because that was last year that. The, uh, they filmed three. Huh? Season three. Season two is supposed to come out September 1st or 4th or whatever. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Season two. Oh, season two will come out. I'm saying oh. season three most certainly will never happen. Well, that's really depressing what you're saying. I know. it's It was like so much better than that Lord of the Rings show. I know I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. No, that but Lord I, of the Rings show was most of the Lord of the Rings fans that I know were not huge into it. Um, 
I had a little update, but nobody cares about this person. There's an actress who was in Smallville, mm. who no one would know anyway, probably. But she went to prison for her involvement in luring women into a sex cult. Mm. And she just got out of prison. So, in case anyone mm. cares about that. Just keep her in there. <laughs> yeah, for no sure. No offense. But um, as Rosie Cotton would say, Tencent solution, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, okay, one more thing. This that's is like kind the of... worst. Like, that's like one of the worst. Like, obviously, there are things that are worse. But, like, as a woman, like, making someone feel, like, another woman feel safe to, like, be in a space with you. I and hope then... you're listening, Ghislaine Maxwell. And I'm then just kidding. It... I hope you're not. You and I mean. Yes. Isn't she? Let me ask you this. Mm. I thought she was dead. She's in prison. She's in prison. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was dead. No, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Yeah. Um, by way of other people who killed him, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton climbed out of her human skin and stabbed him <laughs> through with one of her lizard talons. Uh, no, but Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't believe she's dead. Yeah, but no, I, there's one more um, entertainment thing that I want to talk about, but it's not really news. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was really interesting, and I think you and I should discuss it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I texted, okay? Okay. Spectator culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Award shows... Game shows, live tapings, red carpets, like on and off the red carpet, like people who go to them. Yeah. And then also like n- people that aren't even be like, they're not actors or actresses, but they somehow get onto the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, tiny desk concerts, Super Bowls and other um, professional sports, um, clappers and graphers. I think we should talk about that culture. What is, so, what is that? Which one? The last two. Yeah. Graphers are autographers is what it's short for but graphers mm-hmm. are basically like scalpers mm-hmm. who go out and scalp autographs so their whole job is like you show up where you know famous people will be like for example a good one would be like if you know there's going to be an award show like what is that oh not even award show what is that um like cans film festival right you know mm-hmm. there's going to be an influx of famous people there right so you go there and then you like haunt or like stalk mm-hmm. certain hotels haunt. <laughs> you like you haunt certain hotels mm-hmm. where you know they're gonna be famous people, yeah. and you just kind of literally your job, like you stand outside with like certain people's like memorabilia or whatever, hoping that they'll sign it. Mm-hmm. You know, so then and you then can sell it, and then you get the autographs, and then you sell them, and you whatever. So, um, and those are those people are called graphers. Um, you can do it with sports people. He, um, Rosie Cotton knew someone who did it. Like we know, we know a person cause I've met him two times, um, who literally did that. But, um, you could do it for sports people. You could do it for actors and actresses. You could do it for all types of different people. That's a grapher. And then, um, a, you know, a clapper are those people who are, um, always accepted, to all the other events that I said. So like award shows, game shows, live tapings, tiny desk concerts, those things. Um, clappers are people who are like known by the studios or known by certain kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill the cat. Um, clappers are people who are known by the, I don't know what you call them, but like the line attendants, like the people who whose job it is to let people into those events. Um, they know that these people are good clappers or they're good sitters or they're good whatever you want to call them. They're good audience members. Um, those are clappers. But remember like how some time ago, 
I don't remember because, as you well know, my memory is bad and time is a construct that I don't understand. Um, so, but some time ago we talked about on pod, um, those people, that one, we watched a TikTok of that girl who went to the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. She's a regular person and she yeah. talked about how it, it's not a lottery, but basically you apply to do it. Mm-hmm. And then if they say, if, if you get accepted or whatever, then you have to buy obviously what you wear. But there's a dress code. They give you a dress code. Remember, mm-hmm. she talked about all yeah. this. They give you a dress code, and you have to buy your ticket. Like if you're too, if you're further than a drive, like you get your transportation there. But then they put you in a hotel. They give you transportation to and from the event, and they tell you what to do. Like you know that person. Yeah, they tell you what you're supposed to. Like you're supposed to have supposed a certain to look to fill in the. Yep. Like the like seat fillers. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and then let's see game shows. Like how do people get on them? How do people get on them as? as spectators like mm-hmm. as just people watching how do people get on them that are going to get chosen how are those people chosen i couldn't do that which which part if it's the feud the family feud yeah. just be like it's purple you know what i mean yeah just i wouldn't be able to do it either you know what i mean they'd be like top 10 answers on the board i'm i'm screaming my answer yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah i'm in the audience they're like top 10 answers on the mm-hmm. board then we want to know this thing uh-huh. and i'm like kissing like well, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like i just scream it. Yeah. yeah yeah idiots um live tapings about that i was talking about like late night tv yeah like who gets on to like watch the live tapings i knew somebody of, that like, did Fallon. that one time who a uh, friend of mine in high school, her sister. Went to a live taping. Oh, Jimmy Fallon, yeah. And to my understanding, so this is exactly what I want to talk about. Right, Neil, exactly. To my understanding, you don't buy t- you can't buy tickets. They don't exist. And you can't like put your name on some kind of list. You literally just have to show up at a certain time and stand and wait in line. I don't know. Oh, we, I want to find out. Do you, can you find out? Or you- I'll, look, I'll look it up. I got you. Okay. Um, like that's this is what I'm talking about. I want to know spectator culture. Like, how do people get into this? How do people do it? Oh, the red carpets thing is because I saw someone on the Barbie red carpet in London. Like one of the TikTok people I follow. Like she's definitely. Are you with me? I'm You're doing two things at once. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like she's definitely not an actress or an actor, and she's not famous enough. I don't even think you would have seen her. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Not yeah. everybody's algorithm would have pulled it. Like, she's TikTok famous, but I don't think she's TikTok famous enough, right? Yeah. But she was literally on the red carpet with everyone. Like, how do you get, how do you do that? Or like, how do you, how and why would, does a person go to a red carpet? Okay, so. To stand on the outside of the barriers and get people to sign <clears throat> shit. It looks like you can reserve free tickets. I'm just looking at the Jimmy Fallon show, for example. Uh-huh. You have to reserve free tickets. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to just work through the website here. So, like, when we see the red carpet things, it's, like, on TV, you see people on the outside of them waiting to get signatures and shit and, like, freaking out and taking pictures. Like, do people just show up where there is going to be a red carpet? Rosie Cotton told me that for big sports events. Oh, Oh, shit. Rosie Cotton told me that for large sports events, it works on a lottery system. So, you have to, like, basically put your name in a... 
like in a pool and then that like the lottery they basically pull a name out of the pool and if they pull your name they offer you tickets which you still have to purchase but you can't you're not even able to purchase them unless they pull your name for a lottery out of the lottery so for like the super bowl or like basically any um any sports event that's like a uh a championship game or whatever, you know, I don't know what they're called for like, for example, hockey or baseball or something, but you know, the championship ones or Mm -hmm. the, for the big games at the end, it's a lottery system, which I didn't know that either. Yeah. So it looks like they put up calendar dates and then you have to reserve your ticket. It's for free, but. So then what? You can request a ticket. Once you submit a request, you'll be added to the re, the request queue you'll be invited by email if we are able to accommodate your request please note that not all requests can be accommodated uh oh like for example sometimes being added to the reservation list within 24 hours of taping is highly unlikely but occasionally last minute spots become available so yeah for example you remember when like ellen and oprah were always giving free shit away yeah everybody gets a car how do you get on that list I guess it's just like that. Like I imagine they're all pretty similar. Like it's like, hey, sign tickets up. are free, and you might get one. Yeah, that's crazy. And then there are just people who will literally drop everything because they got pulled for the lottery or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's Oprah, you gotta go. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you can't not go. Yeah. This doesn't need to be. Yeah. You are powerful. Do you want to tell people about you're powerful? Yeah, I just, I was able to put a lot of, I was able to, I moved recently and I was able to, by myself, load up from the place I was leaving almost all my personal effects and I just felt very powerful with that. Well, and you were ill. And I was sick, yeah. Yeah, and you were able to just like basically put stuff in your vehicle mm-hmm. that you had done my rented. U-Haul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like, I did a lot of it. You were powerful. I did a lot of it by myself. I felt like, you know pretty good about that you should feel good about that now you have a a youtube short and you captioned it this is what you came for and i want to let you know that my immediate reaction is that the video is going to be this is what you came for you'd be right lightning i am right let me tell you about this song do you know about this song no you're not gonna like this i can't believe i'm right about what if i told you this okay rihanna is not the only artist singing on that track I knew that. No, I didn't know that. Who else, who is it? I don't know. The the original singer. Why don't Click you play video. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you just listen to the songs back to back? Oh, it's Taylor. You would never know. So I'm going to play the three parts. It sounds like they comped in Taylor's vocal into Rihanna's version. And you let me know what you think in the comments. So the top is the final song and the bottom is Taylor's demo. So Calvin Harris was dating Taylor Swift at the time. And 
basically she contributed a lot to this song but never ended up it she didn't sing the song obviously and release it they didn't release it that way um but she has no credits um for the song but yeah isn't that crazy yes did you know that about that song I had seen a TikTok about that, but it was several songs were involved. That wasn't the only song, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember that that song was part of this. Yeah. Not conspiracy, but you know, mm-hmm. I didn't remember that that was part of the controversy. That's what the world. Yeah. And it was funny because a couple people commented now, granted it's like confirmation bias in a way, but they were always like, someone was like, I always kind of thought lyrically this sounded a little bit more like a Taylor Swift, like pop, like 1989 era song. Um, and interestingly enough, and like the vocals as well, like the vocal chops that they do, someone said that sounds like Taylor Swift, not Rihanna. And they're rain. Toast. DJ said that uh, the DJs in the Screenwriters Guild said that uh, they were at the table talking the day of the film, the day I saw him reach the deal. Yeah. He said that all of his projects are loaded. Oh, whoa. That'll do it. I have another, I have a piece of news. Mm. We should talk about news. You know, because we're limited on time here. I got babies and they're going to pop any minute, you know, mm-hmm. at any time. They won't actually pop right now because they've been fed. So we have like a minute. But like, you you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is we got to be real strategic about doing the important stuff to use get it out. Use as, yeah. as George Bush taught us. Yeah. We have to use strategery. Right? You would agree. Yeah. Um, so we should talk about this one because it's a good one and it's big. It's a big news item. So if you don't watch the news. This is a Vag exclusive. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's we're not, not breaking this at all. Mm. This is not, This has done been broken. Mm. Yeah, we are th- lagging. I'm picking up the pieces of this one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It broke everywhere else. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell you about yeah. the shards of glass on the floor. You mm-hmm. know, but I what hope if you we, followed that 10 but piece what if, metaphor. But you know what we're about to do? Rebreak it. We got the pieces, put it all back together, and we're rebreaking it. The episode title. The rebreak? No. That's a good one. Okay. No. But here it is. Here's the done already broken thing. Um, there are aliens for real. Yeah, allegedly. I don't know if I buy it. What? My thing is... Hey, you know every time that you make yourself food? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> this is marriage. Yes, please. Why are you laughing? It's just funny. Why? Because <laughs> you know that thing of every time you make food? <laughs> he knows. Yeah. This um, is marriage. I don't know if I believe it because I just feel like they would never let this what get out. What do you out. think of my marriage? Uh, it's, it's good. awesome. Yeah. I, I'm not in it. I don't know what you're like every day. This is what I'm like every day. Well, I know what you're like every day, but I'm <laughs> saying how you <laughs> how you interact every day. You know what I mean? I I, I feel it's pretty good. It's so good But I, I feel right like now. I'm not a qualified person to speak to your marriage. Although I saw this TikTok that this guy was like, everybody thinks that the... F- Everybody's so creative. Why did I say everybody like that? You know, mm-hmm. but anyway, I said them in the same case. You know, um, I saw this TikTok where this guy was like, everybody thinks the first two years of their marriage is just like everybody in the first two years of their marriage. Everybody thinks, oh, this is, 
easy peasy. Like, we're so happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. You know? My first yeah. thought was like, day like, what is that? Like, 7, 20, 30, 7, 30. Day 731 rolls around. That's mm-hmm. the first day of year three. And it's just like, goes to shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I was nervous all of a sudden. And then I was like, wait, I don't have to... I don't have to fall into this guy's trap, you know? But mm-hmm. he was like, oh. Anyway, aliens are real and you don't buy it. Yeah. So let's ta- let's tell the people the news item. Some Someone from most recently, formerly a high-level military official. Um, Whistle blue. Confirmed to... Congress. Uh, that... The government is um, in in possession of uh, non-human extraterrestrial craft as and well as remains. non-human biologics, I think is what he said specifically. Yeah, and it, I think he specifically said it, they recovered the non-human... Biologics. F- yeah. That's what he called it. From... A crash. From a, from inside, where the where a craft would be driven, or basically from the driver's seat of a fucking UFO. Like you know, let me just let me dumb this shit I guess down my, for you. My thing is like, I gotta dumb it down for myself. So. I feel like they would never let this happen and like have this who? come out. The government would never people, let him whistleblow it. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Unless well. They would never let him whistleblow it unless he wasn't a real, uh, like, someone who can speak to it with some kind of whatever. You know what I mean? Authority. Let me let me play these two. Or and Oh, sorry. Something else is going on. Let's find out. Hold on. I got my tinfoil hat on. UFO hearing on Capitol Hill today, former Air Force Intelligence Officer David Grush appearing before House lawmakers, testifying about what he claims is a decades-old government program to recover and re-engineer crashed alien spacecraft, claiming that the U.S. is in possession of alien bodies. Biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. The Pentagon has previously denied similar accusations. Lawmakers on both sides tonight calling for... Look at this guy in the middle and tell me about his face. The guy in the middle? I, yeah. What's he is face? one of the recovered specimens. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> I see it now that you said that. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he's, someone. He's a he's a little gray wearing human skin if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I thought it looked like someone just put a tentacle up his butt. Oh. Right now. Same difference. That's just, we said the same thing. <laughs> oh God. Okay, one more. Hold on. About aliens. That is. Do you think this is? Do you think this is? Let real? me play this one. I'd like to. I think it's fun. Our government is in possession of UAPs. Uh, absolutely based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations, and, and those locations were provided to the inspector general. Has any of the activity um, been aggressive, been um, hostile to, in your reports? Uh, I know of multiple colleagues of mine that got physically injured. And uh, the activity... And I gotta, by 
by UAPs or by by people within the, the federal government? Both. If you were me, where would you look? Titles, programs, departments? I'd be happy to give you that in a closed environment. Oh, they're going to fuck. You know what I mean? I would say Anything that you're doing in a closed <laughs> environment is with no pants on. Do you know? And I've told people that you, you have to know where to look. They're not going to divulge it to you because of the classification levels. But if you know where to look and who to talk to, which is exactly where Mr. Greff can point you, then you, then you have them. Do you believe that our government is in possession? So he also confirmed with that that the government has harmed people in an effort to keep this under wraps. Yeah, I just feel like if this had any merit, yeah, this absolutely he would be he would be one of the harmed people. He would be one of the murdered. One hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people slip through the cracks, though. That's the no, whole thing, right? Not really, though. You don't believe. Not in the surveillance state that we exist in. You know what I mean? God, don't say surveillance state. Very 1984 of you. I mean, what do you think, though? Do you remember how in 1984 he was sneaking away to have sex with that woman? And they got bread and coffee? Do you remember that? Uh, I read the first couple chapters and I was like, oh, this is going to... Put me in a deep depression, so I never <laughs> finished it. I was at a, I was like, uh, I was eighteen. I, I had just graduated, and I, my, I actually just found it the other day. Um, my, um, one of my favorite English teachers had a list of books that, and all short stories, different literature, basically that you should one hundred percent read as an individual going to college or second, you know, it just Sec- generally secondary education. Yeah, regardless of major area study, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just he said, just to make you more well 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 rounded. First mm-hmm. off, as well as um, giving you things to kind of pull ideas from. Ooh. As well as um, giving you more context into future readings that you might have, where things reference something, and you would have the background knowledge of that. I think that's a great a great thing that that they should do for everyone i didn't I re- read it until college mm-hmm. um and i actually chose to read it because the, the whatever, i chose to read it as well it wasn't the, an assignment I yeah would, well the assignment was to read a, a book and do some kind of report mm-hmm. on it whatever and it had to be about um there were a topic whatever mm-hmm. uh you know parameters oh you know what i picked to read instead of 1984 what uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Easiest <laughs> read in the whole world. Wrong. What? I have no idea what's going on at any point in time. It's written stream of consciousness. And yeah, who knows what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Well, also depressing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I thought I. That's so much harder to read than any like, not like. You know what I mean? Older what English written. What is that written. book? Uh, hold on. Um, try, you know what? I tried to read and still have never gotten through it to this mm. day. Beautiful I've, and the Damned? No, I've tried so mm, many Because that's me. The Sound and the Fury. Mm. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, can't get through it. Very difficult. And it's because of... You know that thing? I believe... What's his nuts? Mark Twain does this. Mm. In... in Huckleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the thing where the writer writes in the dialect of the environment that yeah. they're describing, I can't get through that shit. You mm-hmm. know what else is similar, but really hard for me to get through, but I actually finished it, but it was really hard. Um, what's it's nuts with um, the kid with the hat and he's fucking mad at the world. It's a classic. It's written first person from his perspective. Um, he has a hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say like a bowler hat or something. It's cold. Newsies. I believe it's in New York. Newsies. Same like time maybe, but like, help me out. What what is it about? It's about this guy, this that kid. Mm-hmm. He's in high school, I want to say, and he gets kicked out of his high school because he's a fucking asshole. Ooh, the author. Okay, you're going to have to really, you're not going to get this. Fuck me. Someone would get this, but you're not going to. The author of this book is the father of the fictional character who plays Beck's best friend in the fictional TV show series one of you. So season one of you Beck's best friend is that girl really dark skin, dark hair, rich woman, her dad who, what's her name? What's her name? You have no idea. I don't, I, I don't remember season one of you that well. Season one of you Beck's best friend. He's already on it. Peach Salinger? Salinger. J.D. Salinger is the author of the book. Catcher in the Rye. Rye. Mm. Yeah. And his name is? Main character in Catcher in the Rye. What's his name? Yes, you do. I don't know. Somebody tell me the first letter of it. Tell me the first letter of it. I literally Okay, anyway, this is so unimportant. It doesn't matter. I didn't want you to tell me the whole thing. I said tell me the first <laughs> fucking letter. God damn it. So anyway. <laughs> that book is also hard to read because of the same because it's oh. from his first person perspective and he talks very weird. Mm-hmm. Like he's very angry at the world, so he's always first like First sentence, "Hey you guys." <laughs> hey you guys. What is the first sentence of Catcher in the Rye? Are you Googling it or are you texting everyone? He's so the most popular. It's so nice to actually text from your laptop. I do it all the time. I can fire I can fire off so much more so fast. I cannot text. First sentence of catcher in the rye. If you really want to hear about it, the first thing you'll probably want to know is where I was born and what my lousy childhood was like and how my parents occupied and all before they had me and all of Okay, that's a run-on sentence if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> but you see what I mean. Oh, give me the first sentence of The Sound and the Fury. It's so hard to read. I stopped listening halfway through him <laughs> saying that. I don't want to be aggressive here, but that's awful. Okay. 
Well, I need. I can read. I can read literature, but honestly, I have to. The only way I enjoy it is when I am given three chapters to read, and then I come in, and then some. Then we talk about it as a group, and they give me the little paper. They give me the paper, and the the, the pages are scanned from a book. The teachers scan them. Oh my god, those and and, and you, you have that? to take. Yeah, and then you come in, and it's like okay, so. And what is it called? The air is Aristotle. A Socratic circle. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I said Aristotle, and you said, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I said, isn't it that gr- style? Yeah. You know another Greek. Another Greek? You know give the me other a, Greek. Give me, give me some Greeks here real fast. Give me a Greek who has something to do with learning. Hey. Yeah. That's what I enjoy, like, reading literature. Because, like, for example, like, Paradise Lost, I could never read that ever myself. Not even a little bit. Sound of the Fury. It's really difficult to read. That wasn't a good, but represent. But that's the first sentence. It only gets. Who's worse. Lester? <laughs> Lester, right? Lester? Lester. Lester. Yeah, it's like Buster and Lester. Lester is like when a gemstone shines. And also the name of someone who lives in between in poverty two in the fence posts. No, he's looking through. Well, anyway, it sounds um, like a pervert. I think maybe. Looking to between, if you're looking, if you ever, at any point in time, are looking between two fence posts, you're I'd a say pervert. there's a there's an eighty percent chance you're a pervert. What what were we talking about that got us Before into this? Literature? Yeah, I don't know. We were talking oh, about aliens. Oh yeah. How did we get from aliens to literature? <laughs> I don't remember, but do I believe that this could be possible? Sure, but I think it'd be sick and fun. I don't think that. Mm. But there are aliens now, is our point. But I love all of the millennials on TikTok who are so who are like who are like I'm sorry, you expect us to give a fuck that there are aliens now when we still live with our parents when we're 35. And yeah, I saw. Afford to have groceries um, or children. I think thirteen point one sent me uh, a TikTok about this, and it was like, um, if like how I know if I should care about something, and it was like a decision tree, and it was like, do I still have to go to work tomorrow? Like yes or no, and like it was a decision yeah. tree. Remember yeah. COVID? Yeah, that's that was crazy. Mm-hmm. For you and me, we were close friends. We yeah. still are, but. Mm-hmm. During COVID times, we couldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Um, so there are aliens now, and that's that's for real. Um, you think it's for real? Should we do? Should we talk about stuff we're watching or no? If you'd like to. You don't want to. Uh, I just am not watching any really like TV shows right now. Like I don't have oh, anything. Let me tell you this thing, and then we'll get back to that. I Googled, is it possible to, and I would like to tell you what Google autofilled it to. Mm. And I would also like you to Google right now, is it possible to, and see what your autofills are. Do you think they're going to be different? They're 100% going to be different. I'll read mine. Don't tell me what yours are. Is it possible to? Do you have your autofills? Yes. 
Ready for mine? Mm-hmm. Again, these are Google's suggestions for me. Is it possible to get pregnant on your period? Is it possible to be allergic to water? Is it possible... Do you have that one too? Okay. Is it possible to enlarge a penis? You have that one too? Okay. Is it possible to clone a human? Is that your next one? Maybe we do have the same ones. Is it possible to lose 10 pounds in a week? (laughs) He doesn't have that one. What does that say about me? Is it possible to be pregnant and still have a period? Is it possible to drink too much water? Is it possible to learn this power? (laughs) What does that one mean? Is it possible to lose 20 pounds in a month? Nope. Is it possible to lose a pound a day? (laughs) It really wants me to lose weight. Google really wants me to lose weight. Okay, what are yours? Okay. Is it possible to be allergic to water? (laughs) Is it possible to enlarge penis spelled wrong? (laughs) Was yours spelled right? I think so. Mine was spelled penis, P-E-N-N-I-S. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, weird. What is that? I don't know. Is it possible to clone a human? Is it possible to learn this power? (laughs) I think that's so funny. Is it possible to not poop for a month? (laughs) (laughs) Just the guy from YMH, any? Yeah. Looking up on my... Is it possible to have purple eyes? Yes, it is. Is it possible to have black eyes? No, it is not. Keep going. That's it. Oh, yours were fun. <laughs> Mine were fun too, mm-hmm. but yours were fun. Mine really wants me to lose weight and get my. I'll period do another one. Do you want to try another one? Okay. Go oh, ahead. Oh wow! How does? Let's do that. How does? Okay. Do you want to go first, or should I? Which one do you want? I don't care. I'll go first. Okay. I don't even know what this means. How does dad die on younger? I don't know who Thad is, and I don't know what younger is, but how does Ozempic work? It really wants me to lose weight. How does Golo work? What is Golo? How does Wayguvy work? Mm-hmm. How does Plan B work? Mm-hmm. How does Apple Pay work? Mm-hmm. How does Poison Ivy spread? How does Zelle work? How does Venmo work? Okay, so I'm seeing some trends. So I have how... Now listen to this. Okay. How does Peach die in you? What? How does Peach oh. die in you? Because you just Googled. Yeah. How does Beck die in you? Oh, God. How sorry. does Jill kill Beck? How does Joe kill Beck? I'm so sorry that I accidentally put you on. Uh, now, let me, now I, I, this is a question for me to you right now. Okay. <laughs> How does Karen know about Candace? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want uh, me to answer like on that on like on that game that they play on that late night show? Uh, yeah. You know. How, how Why does, does it... blue red? Because it has to. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's really good. What? How does... <laughs> Don't be so rude. How does Ozempic work? Mm-hmm. How does Golo work? Mm. How does Wegovy work? Wegovy, yeah. Wegovy, whatever. And spelled it differently if you want me to say it that way. <laughs> how, how does Plan B work? That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What a fun game. This is a fun game, but we should stop. Mm-hmm. Even though it's really fun for me. Yeah. But anyway. Um...
Oh my god, the time blindness thing. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, the person. Jesus. Okay. Oh, I need to look those up. Okay, anyway. So. Are you just wild, wildin'? I'm wildin' out, son. Just okay, so whichever. pick a category now. Because we can probably fit a couple more in, but only a couple. Uh, okay, so we have news slash current events, lifestyle. We have comedy. No, that's it. We've exhausted celebrity. Oh, well, let's do comedy. Hey. Um, I have first topic. Oprah and Mariah, July 7th, one up. I don't even have a seven. Oh, there it is. One up. Here we go. <clears throat> when Oprah realized Mariah Carey was lip syncing and shaded her after. That's the new CD. Mariah Carey. I think she's saying that that's what was played for them. Yeah. Um, I have next Alien versus Predator, seven twenty one up. Let's have illegal immigrants hunt down sex offenders for a chance at citizenship. I'll watch the show. It's called Alien versus Predator. Illegal immigrants hunt down sex offenders for a chance at citizenship. Do you watch the show? Yeah, I paid for a sponsorship. <laughs> That's a fantastic television show. There'd be no predators anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they work so hard, the illegal immigrants. They mm-hmm. work so hard. That'd be fun, too. Yeah. Like a sports game. Like American Ninja Warrior. Or uh, that or like uh, battle bots <laughs> oh, like the hunger games yeah like him yeah but it's the to catch a predator guy but he's soft. not soft and quiet um i also have a you sent this a going out speech 724 one down oh yeah this is fantastic um, this is something I think we, you and I should say to our children constantly until they have it memorized. Ready? Uh, if your children are leaving or going out, you know, they're mm-hmm. going out or maybe your friends are, you're going out. You say the following, do not add to the population. You've heard this. Yeah. Do not subtract from the population. Do not end up in the hospital, newspaper or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. And I love it so mm-hmm. much. Do you love it? I'm going to say it to my children. That's cool. All the time. Do not add to the population. Do not subtract from the population. Anyway. That was that was it? Uh, we also have, is it possible? 725, one down. Okay. Oh, we just did that one. Is it possible too? Oh, hooray. Be allergic to water. Enlarge the penis size. Learn this power. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just or lose any buy. amount of weight in a lot of different amount of time periods, <laughs> yeah. which thanks Google. What's next? Um, 
<sighs> we just did comedy? Yeah. So we've got lifestyle. news, current events, lifestyle. Nice. Um, first topic, stoicism, Andy the caregiver. That's for me. That's a story that I have to tell. Oh, it's a story. Where is it? You just wrote down the story? I think I did. Or did you text it? I think I just texted it to do it. Seven, two, one, one up. Okay, keep going. You tell the story now. Um, so I've really been leaning into stoicism recently. Thanks, Daily Stoic and Ryan Holiday. Um, but yeah, with that, um, I was um, working when I was not supposed to or scheduled to at a time that I was not interested in being there. But I was trying to remind myself... Um, sort of like a mantra the entire time that the obstacle is the way um what is impede what impedes action advances action um and what what what's the there's a quote that they use from Marcus Aurelius what um what blocks the way or what sta- what stands in the way becomes the way so is that supposed to mean like there's no way around it. You got to go through it. In a way. Can't go over it or under it. Got to go through it. Is that In, in a way. This is bad. Oh, we should, oh, say we that should talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you and I just said the same thing. Um, we do. Oh, should I, so Fendi. Oh, Fendi. I you I have a problem with my words today. But then we have to go to that. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Andy. Uh Andy the caregiver. Um, so this whole night I was like trying to remind myself when I was getting pissy about being there and not interested and bored and all that stuff, that um, you know, it's an opportunity for something. Just, you know, it was an opportunity for, for like the whole time I was trying to find what I was going to gain from this experience. Because I'm in the situation that I'm in at that point. I can only look at it as an opportunity. You know, I'm I'm there, so I have to lean into stillness. Stillness is another big key thing from from stoicism, um, and take the opportunity to realize what um what the what the opportunity was for me to learn from this situation, and I was talking to someone who came into my establishment. And I asked her what she was up to, um, and she said she was going into work at 7 p.m. Um, and I said, oh, are you like a nurse, a healthcare, or something? And she said, yes, that she was an elderly care provider, and she starts work at midnight. But she did something else for a very long time, but was laid off a couple years ago um, and got into a program for taking care of the elderly. And the place that she currently works is the best place that she's ever worked. She loves doing the work that she's doing. Um, even though it can be difficult at times, she really enjoys connecting with the elderly because they're all individual, have their own stories, have lived full lives, most of them. And she was going, she started at midnight, but was going in to work at seven. She just likes to go in and help get them set up you know, and just kind of hang out and get to chat with all of the people there. And I thought that was really cool. I took an opportunity where I was not thrilled about being in the position that I was in, but I kind of steered into the skid as it were and 
was able to kind of, oh, you know, see like, you know, you, everyone knows how I feel about the elderly. And I thought, wow, Mow it's them really down with an Uzi <laughs> is how you feel about the elderly. I think they should just have an island. Yeah. And then blow that island up. No, just like how have them all of the have them agree, have, the, have them all agree on how to run it properly. See how it works. You know what I mean? Just let them let them own their own fate. You know what I mean? Um, wow. That was intense there for a second. I was nervous <laughs> that everything was going to explode. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a poor choice. Don't do that. Don't put it back in. <laughs> It fell into the couch crack. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't eat that. That's disgusting. I'm going it's to. Fu- it's full of hair. <laughs> Here's cat hair. Yeah. Don't eat it. Like I love apple juice. I think it's delicious. Ow. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid. Apple juice. Apple juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. Here's my SMR that you didn't ask um, for. But yeah, stoicism. That's one of the teaches, teachings that I've learned, I think, pretty well so far. Well. The obstacle is the way. Yeah, but I feel like that's just from that other thing, Mando. It, this is the way. I don't think that's the same it's thing. It's the same. Are you looking up a TikTok about it? Um, no, I was just looking Did up you send me one? About the obstacle Lizzo. the way Oh, we're talking about different things Lizzo I just wanted to pull up Because there's a really good Get away. Give it away, give it away, give it away now Here, he's really good at this there's an ancient Zen story about a king who felt his people were becoming soft. So he places a giant boulder in the road in the way to town. And he, he watches person after person get stuck by it, frustrated by it, curse him for it. So finally a man comes along and he, he grabs a lever and he forces the boulder out of the way. And underneath it, the king had hit a pouch of gold coins and a note that said, never forget that inside every obstacle is a chance to improve your condition. That's what the idea of the obstacle is the way is. That's what I try to write about in the book. Marx really says the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Every obstacle, every difficulty, inside that is an opportunity for excellence, to, for, for some virtue of some kind, if only we decide to take Pause. up on the opportunity that interesting because when you were saying it i didn't get anything that he was i did not Mm -hmm. receive the same stuff out of the two things but when he says it you know what it reminded me of Hmm. and you will immediately remember this because your memory is excellent which is ironic since you're the one who has um memory deficiencies in their genes and i don't but um you'll immediately i just constantly quiz myself on everything to make sure that i never yeah of yeah, I always future. tell everyone that it, the moment I have uh, dementia, I'm punching out. Clocking out. Um, yeah, sorry to say it, everyone. Clocking out with this punch card. Just yeah, get, get, in your, get in your time with me um, while you can before I get dementia. That's all I can say. Um, it reminds me a lot of that TikTok we watched. I think it was on pod, actually, but um, of Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. talking about how he is very 
um, thankful for all of the terrible things that have happened to him. And he, uh, it, like, is very appreciative of his traumas, mm-hmm. um, of all his losses, the people he's lost, of the, th- the people he's had to grieve, etc. Because it gives him the opportunity to, like, recognize how precious life is, etc. So it's like, to me, you just, like, the way he said it drove the point home of, like, Because when you say the obstacle is the way or like sometimes the solution is in the obstacle, I don't gather the same thing. But it's basically like saying um, every – it's the same thing my mom says, proof how bad you want it. Yeah. It's like within every difficulty, there is an opportunity for you to grow, basically, is what the message Mm -hmm. there is, right? Like every opportunity gives you – Yeah, a chance to prove – to, to to prove yourself to grow to, to learn, learn something. something yeah yeah so i get it now good on mm-hmm. you now find something about lizzo okay he is making biscuits take them down do it lawsuit. So, so I just read through all 37 pages of the lawsuit against Lizzo, her production company, and the captain of her dance squad. And wow, there is a lot in here. I want to try to just give you the highlights and also not get banned because some of this stuff is pretty wild. There are nine different complaints in this lawsuit. Some of the complaints are all of the plaintiffs against all of the defendants, all the defendants being Lizzo, her production company, and her dance captain, Sherling Quigley. And some of the complaints are just one or two of the plaintiffs against maybe one or two of the defendants. The first complaint is hostile work environment. The second complaint is failure to prevent and or remedy hostile work environment. Third is religious harassment. Fourth is failure to prevent and or remedy religious harassment. Fifth is racial harassment. Sixth is disability discrimination. Seventh is intentional interference with prospective economic. Eight is assault. And nine is false imprisonment. So two of the dancers we met on Lizzo's show, Watch Out for the Big Girls, and the third dancer was hired a little bit later. And we also met the dance captain, Sherling Quigley, who is named as a defendant in this suit. A lot of major claims in this lawsuit center around the dance captain, Sherlene Quigley, and it seems, according to this lawsuit, like she was just this uber-religious woman, and she was constantly trying to, like, talk about the Lord and trying to convert people, and people were uncomfortable with it, and she was preaching about how premarital sex was bad, and then when she found out one of the dancers in this lawsuit, Ariana Davis, was a virgin, she became, like, obsessed with this and would just, like, bring it up and talk about it all the time, which obviously made her really uncomfortable but then it's like really strange because then even though she's like uber religious and preaching all these things she would also like talk about weird sexual things in front of them and they said that she had this like what was called a party trick where she would use a banana to simulate you know what i'm saying with her mouth and it was like a thing she did They say in this lawsuit that it didn't stop there with quigley and that like in addition to like doing this like simulation with the banana she would talk about how like um pleasing yourself you know is against her religion but then she'd be like but oops today i had an oopsie which is just like strange and they said like that you know 
they, she would talk about these sort of like sexually explicit comments so much that the entire dance team knew that her fantasy was having, let me see how I can put this, 10 eggplants in her face. They all knew this apparently. Another of the allegations in the suit is that after performances, Lizzo would invite the dancers out for a night on the town. And one night in Amsterdam, she had this whole event like in the red light district at this like club where there was like nude cabaret performers. And Ariana Davis says that like, you know, she really didn't want to participate, but like she was being egged on and basically forced to, you know, touch the breasts of one of the performer, even though she didn't want to. So what the dancers allege in the suit is that, like, even though they didn't want to go to these places and they felt uncomfortable, they felt they had to for job security because they said it was just sort of this, like, unspoken, you know, thing that dancers who participated in these extracurriculars got preferential treatment by Lizzo and had more job security. Now, where the racial discrimination comes in, the dancers say that the production, the management team was mostly white people and that the production team treated the black members of the dance team differently than other members and that allegedly they accused the black members of the dance team of being lazy, unprofessional and having bad attitudes. So then, according to this lawsuit, they get back from the European part of this tour, and Lizzo's just, like, unhappy with all the dancers and says, like, everyone has to re-audition, and your jobs aren't safe, and if, if I don't like the way you audition, you're going to be fired. And that this audition allegedly turned into this 12-hour day where the dancers just felt, like, scared to even leave the stage or they were going to get fired. So the one dancer, Davis, said, like, she, you know, she really had to use the bathroom but was too scared, so ended up, you know, urinating on herself. So then where the assault and false imprisonment comes in, so two of the dancers, Davis and Williams, were fired, and it was, like, kind of embarrassing how they did it. They kind of did it publicly. And the other dancer, Rodriguez, like, didn't really like how that all went down, so she approached Lizzo and was like, I need to have a talk to you about how you handle the situation. And according to Rodriguez in this complaint, she said that Lizzo got really aggressive, approached her, cracking her knuckles, bawling her fists, and exclaiming, you're lucky, you're so effing lucky. And she says that she believes that Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the other dancers hadn't intervened. And then the false imprisonment comes because Davis said that, like, you know, she had been accused of recording. She had a, she had recorded a conversation that had happened, but she said that, you know, she has this, like, anxiety disability where she, like, can't really process it in the moment. She needs to record things and listen to it later. And the management team and Lizzo were like, you recorded this conversation, got mad. So when they fired her, they, like, allegedly kept her in this room, like, went through her phone until they could, like, see that she had deleted the file. There's still so much more to unpack with this lawsuit. And now I'm also seeing that other dancers are posting in their stories, sort of corroborating what the dancers in this lawsuit are saying and saying they had similar experiences. So I'm going to keep sharing more as I get more information. There was also some information that came out today um, that at that club in Amsterdam, she made the um, dancers um, eat bananas out of the like clubs um you know like the the women that were there out of their vaginas i heard that too what do you think about this situation the whole lizzo situation 
or that one specifically give me your overall take i guess if you have any specific comments about the the banana situation you can go for that too i didn't force anyone to eat my masturbation banana but i did watch someone eat a masturbation banana one time that i did so not that i not that i empathize with the aggressors in this situation but because it wasn't i didn't force anyone to do it but i was too embarrassed to throw away a perfectly good banana so i just stuck it back in the bowl and then like an hour later i watched someone eat it but (laughs) but i only masturbated with the outside of the banana and you do peel a banana before you eat it so it's not like you know. Now, I guess you don't have to get too specific. <laughs> but how long ago was this? Um, thirteen years. Okay. Why? I like, just wanted to make sure I was clear. <laughs> I'm not eating any hand fruit at this house anymore. I'll tell you that one for free. That fruit in that bowl. I don't know where it's been. I have not needed. I haven't needed hand fruit. Since I purchased many uh, vibrating toys, so we're safe. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna keep it play play it safe. I can't do anything with an apple. It's so rude of you. Uh, you never know what's going on. Apparently. <laughs> I thought I already told you that story. No, just this person's eating it. You're just sweating. <laughs> yes, I was like, um. So, but I don't agree with it. (laughs) Yeah, and also, yeah, I think it's a little bit different if you are being egged on to eat a banana out of... Someone else's cooter kitty. Yeah, especially, I I would say, uh, being coerced, uh, yeah. What I saw when I was in the red light district in Amsterdam and we went to see a sex show because they have these like, basically they have like sex clowns is what I'm going to call them. But like between acts, they have someone come out kind of similar to like how a clown comes Mm -hmm. out in a circus in the middle. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They have a person, a sex worker come out onto stage and try to keep your attention while the next act gets ready to come on the stage. So I'm going to call her a sex clown. You understand? Yeah. So they have the sex clown come out and the trick, because if the trick of the show that Lizzo's um, accusations are coming from is vagina banana, if that's the trick, then the trick at the show that I saw was um, vagina sharpie. What? Mm, I thought balloon animals. No, vagina sharpie. And what that was, was um, they had a jumbo sharpie. And she put it in her vagina, the clown, the sex clown. <laughs> and she got, she was like, ooh, you know. Um, she like titty tasseled someone onto the stage, you know, like someone from the audience. Sure. Like, Can I get a volunteer from the audience? Sure. That's why I'm calling it a titty tasseled, but using it as a verb. Um, titty tasseled. Mm-hmm. Coin in it. Did you see that? Did you watch the video I sent you about YMA, from YMH today? Which one? The one where it was their podcast and I gave you a time code. I yeah. Texted you. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. I was like. With the huge tits too early. Yeah. Yeah. And I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Titty tasseled. So she titty tasseled a volunteer onto the stage and then she vagina sharpied. And then she was like, guess what I'm writing on you now? And she was squatting over him. 
with with the oh i thought she was with the push this, sharpie this was and writing my thought on process it, of where on, this on was him. gonna go mm-hmm. she was gonna draw <laughs> this is impossible <laughs> she was going to draw a caricature <laughs> of this person you know how they do on boardwalks yeah. and shit um with with her vagina sharpie no 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 <clears throat> she had him lay on the ground and she bust open his shirt and then she wrote on his chest in um vagina sharpie words? i don't even remember like what pictures? she wrote no words it was like she wrote something like guess what i'm writing yeah i don't remember butterfly yeah. like yeah i don't remember wow. what she wrote it was inconsequential that's but. just not even a I thought there was going to be like a real talent here. No, just a vagina sharpie. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But what do you think of the situation? Um, it sucks. It sucks when anyone's in a position in your job where you feel unsafe or you feel like you're being treated really badly. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks for um those people specifically. Yeah, because they yeah like. You should never, like, in in a modern society, have to piss yourself because you have to keep working. Yeah, but, like, also, like, if you're a good enough dancer to be a dancer for Lizzo or, like... Yeah, but there are so many dancers. You know what I mean? But that's my point. Is like... I don't know. It's a... Not to, not to victim blame or victim shame because that's not my intention here with what I'm about to say. But I just feel like nothing is worth it. Like if my job, but that's easy to say because but when like you're in it. But like that's her dream and that's her situation and she is, well, yeah. has this huge gig. Well, I just had to think of it. With this huge person and the, it's the same thing as like a news anchor, like fucking Matt Lauer. Yeah. It's like if you have, get on the bad side of this person, Well, I just she's thought of it tell, in my own past with that person. Yeah. Well, it's that's like, the thing. I didn't leave and it wasn't my dream. <laughs> well, yeah, but like it's, if When if you're it's, in it, it's different. If it's your path. And that's, I'm sure this person is, it's what they, is their dream, what they want to do. If you get on the bad side of that one super powerful person, they can tell, they can tell Taylor Swift. They can tell Nicki Minaj. They can tell. That whole thing of like, I will ruin you. You will never work as a dancer in this town again. I'm sure that's some of the thoughts that are running through her head with that. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand it when I put it in my own context of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're in it, it's like when you're in it, it's different. Yeah, like in your situation, it's, it's easy like, to say from yeah, the like in your situation, you it's do. like, oh, well, you could just walk out and leave, get in your car, and never come back. Yeah. But when it comes to oh, I have no money now. I can't, oh, how am I gonna pay where bills? I have like, no prospects because I haven't been looking for a job. Like yeah, you know, it's a little bit more difficult, and also just the feeling of overwhelm of being in a of a hostile situation. Because yeah. you probably feel, well, a lot of people, especially with power dynamics, feel that because of that situation, they can't leave. Right. Yeah, that's wild and shitty, but I'm sorry that's happening to those yeah. people. And also, it's kind of like doubly... It's a little crazy because it's like the Ellen thing where it's like everybody mm-hmm. assumes this person is one way because they're like, oh, their personality is this. And then you're like, wait a second. Are you a terrible person? Yeah. It's that thing like... It's like Louis C.K., Ellen, and Lizzo mm-hmm. really surprised me with your per- secret personalities, you know? Yeah. Well, Louis C.K., not really surprised there. I'll be You're honest with you. You're not surprised? No. Oh. Um, it's just like comedy. You make people laugh. Well, no, but, but then the thing like, is. But I'm going to I'm gonna masturbate myself in front of well, you. Well, Tom always says, consent. well, now this doesn't apply to Louis, but like um, Tom always says like the clean comics 
are the ones that you have to worry about most in terms I of. I definitely don't think that applies to Nate Bergazzi or whatever his last name. Yeah, is. but he's not really that clean. What? Yes, he is. He's the cleanest. Yeah, but like so, someone. Well, yeah, but there's a difference between like Ellen and uh, hey, America's dad, fucking. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like someone who just Tom's bit was like someone who just like their comedy is like they walk up on a stage and they're like zip zippity doop dop zippity. And everyone's like <laughs> America's dad. He's so goofy. Look at his sweater. You got to worry about that one. Yeah. He'll finger bang you against your will. Yeah. But also, yeah, that's the thing. It's like Lizzo has pr- always presented herself as someone who is very um, inclusive you know, accepting and um, all of that. So it's kind of like you're really, uh, it's dub- It's like worse, like doubly worse. I really want to talk about Akatar now. And I'm sorry to change the subject, but mm-hmm. I really want to talk about Akatar. I haven't finished the last book yet. But you started it. I haven't yet because the oh. graphic audio hasn't come out on fucking I'm sorry I Audible. keep forgetting that. It's you, okay. No, it's supposed, it was me. supposed to come out on Monday. But it didn't come out on Audible. It's just on their fucking website. So I don't know if I have to wait for it to get onto Audible, which makes no sense. You've told me that so many times. I'm so sorry. That's all right. But it should have already been. What did you think of that one? The last one? Don't need it. Start. (laughs) Cut it. A lot of people didn't bother reading it. I don't know if you've I think seen you should TikToks not. I don't think that. you should not do. I don't think you should. You should still read it. I think so too. Because um, who but, asked me that? Um, oh, Mimi. Mimi asked me. Um, do I need to read this? Yeah, thirteen point one. Mm. I apologize. Whatever. Whatever. They don't know her. You've real done name that anyway. a, a bunch yeah. of times on this anyway. Nobody knows her real name anyway. Um, but uh, she asked me if she should bother reading it because on t- on TikTok a lot of people pause it. That because it's a novella and it doesn't mm-hmm. add anything to the plot that you don't need it. I do think that there are now. Does it have any plot points? No, but it re- it has references and that there are a couple of like nuggets. I don't know what you would call them, um, but references to other things that are help that that are like connectors. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're kind of like in a puzzle. Like there are those pieces that you couldn't get those pieces by yourself because they mm-hmm. don't have any of the main picture on it. It's like, you know, the sky pieces or water mm-hmm. pieces in a puzzle. It's like, you know, but if you didn't have them, you'd be like, your puzzle's missing piece. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not important. There's no plot points, but mm-hmm. I do think it has value to the series as a whole. Yeah. But there are people on TikTok who argue that you don't need to read it. Like, when mm-hmm. I was getting, like, before I read Akatar at all. Um, oh, you got a calendar event. Mm-hmm. Um, before I oh, read Akatar, oh yeah, because I need to remember. I was talking to my. So good. I need to go to them. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there are a lot of TikToks that that argue that, and I was like, I'm not gonna do that. So. I hope they aren't mean to me because I haven't gone in so long. They will not be. Because my the other ones were like I literally said out loud to he's talking about getting into a dentist and he's talking about going to my dentist, um and they're not going to be mean to him because he hasn't gone to the dentist in a long time because when I went yeah I haven't gone in two years when I went I literally told them I didn't go to a dentist period until I was sixteen years old and I only brush my teeth I don't lie to people especially people who medical people Mm -hmm. because i just i think it's well well except for that time (laughs) except for that one that one because i was yeah um that was the one and only time i've lied to a medical professional but um 
even sometimes where he'll be like, they don't need to know that. Like, you know, when people say like, have you ever smoked marijuana? And it's like, it was so long ago. I was safe, mm-hmm. like not whatever. He's like, they don't need to know that. And I'm like, yes, I did. I did six years and 12 days ago. Yeah, that's because and of, it was this amount of time. You know what I mean? That's because on like Grey's Anatomy, they're like, did you on July 3rd? Go to Africa yeah. to this specific region? Yeah. Because, because there's they, a fish in your penis. If I, <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> I actually found a news article from that date um, in the year 1989 <laughs> that there was a, there was a special bug, an insect that escaped its enclosure and it's actually been living inside of your eyeball for the last 12 years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like tell, that's, I tell medical professionals everything except for that one time. But, um, I told them, like critical but like, I even told them like, um, I told my dentist that like, I don't mm-hmm. like, I tell the truth. I was like, I don't brush twice a day. I for sure only brush one time a day. You know what I mean? Like I tell them the truth, even yeah. when it's not, um, attractive. You know, even yeah. when it makes me sound. I a don't floss. Shitty. Do you floss? Um, I used to floss every single day with real floss. And then they told me that I should be using the water pick. And actually, it's a lot easier. So you should just get a water Yeah, pick. I thought about that, too. Yeah, and it, like, works really well. Mm-hmm. And the last time Let I went, they said it was working. I think we talked about this before. But I see all the time. To- I just noticed he was sitting there. He was staring at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just saw his head. Um. <laughs> she, she she she's a grunter um oil pulling do you know about this shit no it's something people put oh, wait, oil in their, in their mouth, mouth and they hold it i think it's a 100 percent gimmick yeah but I've there are some people that. that are like it saved my teeth i've heard of that i thought I you were, do you I know va- about this i vaguely know about this now where you would just hold oil in your mouth for a long time yeah and you is it supposed it. to pull out toxins or something what's the uh, yeah, oil pulling, apparently. Yeah, this lady was like, I went to seven dentists, and they were like, "Your all your teeth are done. Yeah. And she's like, look at my teeth. I think and I her saw teeth were perfect. about this. I don't, I think it's 100% a gimmick. It seems like a gimmick. But she me. wasn't selling anything. She was like, you can yeah. literally get co- like um, coconut oil or something and just do it with that. Just so it's like, what is, what's just... the, you know what I mean? What's, what's happening? She wasn't she selling anything. Yeah. From lying? So it's like. She works for the coconut oil industry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. But yeah, so anyway, yeah. But yeah, I have to... I, yeah, I told my to mom my about that, that I yeah. want to go to them. Yeah, yeah. they're great. I mm-hmm. love her. Um, Both of them. I've seen both mm-hmm. of them. There are two of them. Yeah, my dentists are the fucking worst, bro. Yeah. They're so rude. Yeah. And also... And, and incompetent and rebels. Yeah, let's yeah, use you know a what? different hey, word Hey, let, for it, let me yeah. tell you this. Well, that's how they label themselves. Let me let me say this. I don't want any Confederates in my mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I if you label yourself a, I'm a rebel. You know what I mean? No, but like, what are your? Okay, I need your predictions for Akatar. I also need your, like, overall feeling so far. Uh huh. I mean, I like it. The last book. You know was what not- though? Because of how you feel about this, that I already do know. I do know that you're gonna enjoy Throne of Glass. Because what you have told me previously is that you really like it for the fantasy and for the plot, and you care zero percent about the smut. Well, and I mean, what I, Throne of Glass is is the same author, which means same writing style, mm-hmm. a lot of plot, and no smut. I mean, I'm all right with stuff happening, but it's like 
it's like sometimes it's like really slow. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, we had sex for days. <laughs> There's a king invading your lands. Hey, maybe less people would die if you weren't doing that and focusing on the war that's currently happening. You know what I mean? I love the smut so much. Don't try to reason. I've already had this. Like that's a. I, I mean, listen. Go crazy after. Whatever. That's your business. The last book is so But good. my thing it's is... It's so smutty. I'm just worried that you're going to hate it. It's well, so my smutty. thing is... Well, also, I feel like I know what's going to happen. What? Oh, with prediction? Tell me that. I have a feeling... Well, I guess I have some many, I have many feelings. So many feelings. Amarantha is 100% going to come back. I, I know that to be true. Intrinsically. <laughs> I have not confirmed that with any resources, but I know that true with like as much as I know if I were to drop an apple from shoulder like height, it would fall to the ground. That's what I you know what I mean? It's a law of I the was universe. Where you were going with that. I know this to be true that Amarantha is going to come back because what's her nuts the one that is basically a deer in headlights that's <laughs> dainty. Her. The, the She's young, like the middle the, child. The dark spirits around still, or whatever she fucking said in her prophecy. Not prophecy anymore that she doesn't know how to do anymore. I don't know. She's and a she, seer. Yeah, but also, like, is this she, is what I imagine her doing. Yeah, but also, is she though? Because I don't know if she knows the secrets like she used to. I guess is my point. Um. Anyway, what else? Um. Someone important has to die, but. The two people that I would say of, I would think it would obviously be either Feyre or Reese. Reese. They both already died, and I feel like a double die. That's stupid. That's how I feel about that. Who's your favorite character? Uh, sorry, <laughs> Amran. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Can She's you cool. see her? I could just see her. Yeah. If they tell me about her fucking ear length hair one more time or shoulder length mm-hmm. black bob one more time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like her because, yeah, I can, I think she, not to say the others don't have development, but I think is, like, goes through a lot more development. You know what I mean? What else? Um, and she, it's, she's also just cool. Like, everyone's afraid. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, well, I mean, I guess she loses her whatever, her mojo, and now she's just regular scary, not super scary, or whatever she used to be. Um, but um, what else do I think? Maybe, well, I guess I'm trying to think who will die. I guess I have a feeling someone important has to die. Like, I feel like that's just how authors are. Even though it's like, for me, it's like, I don't really care. To me, oh I feel gosh. like the stakes are still the same. But you know what I mean? Well, as you just said, you know that, you know already that Reese won't be the person who dies. I don't think Reese are favorite because they, I think it's a bad plot um, choice for, to have someone double die because they both have already died. Well, I wanted to tell you, um, my package will be delivered tomorrow. Which package? Um, I wanted to show you this thing. Oh, yeah. Hold on, it's gonna TikTok. Hold on. Okay, shut up. I would say. Hold on a second. Can't be Cassian because he almost already died. Eighteen new reactions. It's because I sent too many. I think um, maybe Lucian could die. That's possible. Do you love him? Or yeah, he's pretty cool. Although he's too much of a simp right now. Yeah. And like he's like be he's being an incel. Like he's like 
if I can't have my mate, I'm going to go be my band of misfits or whatever the fuck they call themselves in this mansion. Wait, what was I looking for? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, bro, you're all right. You know what I mean? Also, he's like an immortal or whatever. Like he's lived for hundreds of millions of years or whatever. So it's like, have you heard of something called patience, bro? You know what I mean? It's like, get over yourself. God, this is a good song. I think you're supposed to use this device at like state fairs and shit, but they're like. That's hilarious. I love it. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, me too. Um. Um. No, I'm looking for something I thought she sent me. Uh, did I send it to her? Let me think. What are we talking about? We're talking about this book. Lucian's being a simp. She texted it to me. Sorry, I was trying to remember where I saw it. Here it is, here it is. Wow, that's really bright. Okay, so Crescent City is what? You hate when I do this. Never mind. I'll, I'll tell you instead what of quizzing it? you like oh. you're in third grade because you hate when I do that. So does Rosie Cotton. Ooh. Crescent City is the other series... Like if she if SJ Mass has three main series, then mm-hmm. it's Akatar, Throne of Glass, and Crescent City. Crescent City has two books. The third one's coming out sometime. Okay. I think next year. Um, Throne of Glass is complete. Okay. And Akatar has another book coming out, but there's no release date. Mm. And there's no information about it. Um so Crescent City is the one that's you know, I would say active and still in development or whatever. These books are really long though. Crescent city. There's only two to my knowledge, similar, same genre, similar vibe with like fairies and creatures. Mm. However, set in our world, not the human world necessarily, but, um, as in with technology. Mm. So like guns exist, cell phones exist, computers, Mm. the internet, do you know what I'm trying I, to say there? Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Okay, well, that's the vibe of Crescent City, right? Mm-hmm. And they're huge books. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really know a lot, mm-hmm. but that's the information I know. Now, what's interesting is at, it's been remarked many times by many folk mm-hmm. that all of her um, universes are crossover. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all connected. That's why they call it the SJ Mass universe mm-hmm. because it's been... Um, suggested by some readers that they all interconnect somehow. Mm -hmm. The last page of the Crescent City 2 book, this is the last paragraph, and it is two sentences. It's the last paragraph of Crescent City 2, the Mm -hmm. book. The male stepped forward, tucking in his wings. He smiled slightly and said in old language, in a voice like glorious night, hello, Bryce Quinlan, my name is Resand. So it's a direct crossover. No. Not like 
I'm alluding to the fact mm-hmm. that these fairies are the same. No, it's That's I'm crazy. Hello, character from this other series. I'm Resand. And I know. How exciting. It's a little like what what? Does that make you excited? Well, I sent, um, I'll show you in a second. I'll wait until you come out. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, um, I want to talk to everyone about book talk. Can I geek out? I need to geek out. Do you want to do this feeding and then shower? I mean, shower is going to be mostly rinse. We already shower here. I know. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I want to geek out on book talk, like, but you're not like in it like I am. I'm on plan talk. Um, Sammy Sosa is like in book talk with me. I like literally texted her for an hour today. It was so exciting. Like we were able to talk about like all the book talk things. But this is like Cassian and Azra learning about guns in Crescent City Three. <laughs> I just I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was so good. Uh, I thought it was so funny because obviously in Crescent City Three they're gonna cross over yeah. the Akatar people into the world and it's like yeah. that world has cell phones and guns and cars and whatever. Mm. So it's like <laughs> imagining all the people in Akatar, you know? Yeah. With new shit. I'm also tired of the will they won't they with Nesta and Cassian. It's like I also I don't care about Nesta oh, anymore. I'm they over. will that's <laughs> all I have to say. They will so hard. Yeah, I'm over her. It's like, listen. Oh my god. They heard it. You told them to listen, and they did. Listen, I don't care. You know what I mean? You're brooding. You're upset. I get it. I felt very Whatever. similarly. Oh no. For the first third of the last book, mm. I was like, I fucking hate okay let me tell you this i know that her name is spelled nesta and i know that that's how they say it nesta do i say nessa like there's no t yeah i do Mm. why is that you might ask i couldn't say there's a t i know but i call her nessa i don't Mm. know why anyway um i hated her for the first 30 percentage of uh the last book mm-hmm. and i was just like so over it i'm like we get it you're fucking depressed to, if i'm being very candid and honest with you e- to the end of the book i don't believe that she has a good enough reason to be as depressed as she's acting i think she's a spoiled fucking brat but do i get over it yeah. because favorite is the youngest yeah nesta nessa nesta is the oldest yeah and then elaine and then Vera. and it's like yeah hey i know that i don't think she has a good enough reason i I know it's a trope but she should have aged them differently yeah Vera should have been the oldest yeah i have to take care of you and then and then of course nesta's argument as middle child could have Mm -hmm. been like nobody asked you to be our mom 
Yeah. It's I, way I tropey. Wanna, way tropey. I know that's a trope, but yeah. to me, it makes it, it sometimes a trope is a trope for, for a reason. reason. Yeah. It I makes sense. All the time. It's Elijah. It's his, it's his Achilles heel. He's the protector. He's yeah. the honorable one. You know what I mean? You like, must. Yeah. Yeah. It's your duty and your honor to yeah. your family. Yeah. You must. Yeah. Who, uh, you're gonna pull it. I can't a, wait to talk about this. As, last a, as you're dying, so like in the book, her mom's dying or whatever on this the bed that they was the only thing they kept from their rich 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 life, right? Yeah. And she pulls her youngest, which at the time was twelve or something, whatever. You need to take care of the family <laughs> when one of them's like almost an adult. Yeah. Like Nesta's like how much older? Like a couple years. Like she's like probably sixteen. Hey, 12-year-old, you need to take care. How about pull your husband and say, get your get broken your shit together out into the... Fu- I guess yeah. if he died, I guess, rip. I don't know, whatever. Get he your was shit like, together. You know? I don't I don't want to be like Reese about it, but like I don't forgive these people for being stupid for their entire lives up until that, this point. I'm forgetting what happens in the book you just read because you're saying a lot of things that I thought didn't happen to the last book and I'm trying not to reveal stuff, but then oh. I'm like, how do you already know that? But that must have happened in the book you just read. Oh, her dad died? No. Her dad died I in I knew the that last dad in three, yeah. Um, no. Reese in that book was like... No, what or, happened in the most recent book? She made an art studio. Yeah. What about with Nesta? She likes to get drunk at bars. Okay. And lives in a seedy place. Mm-hmm. Well, a seedy, not seedy when, place. Did I'm pretty sure this happened in the book you just read. I hope I'm not. But when Cass like tried to take that like gift yeah. for her birthday or whatever. Yeah, he, like, it was uh, for Starfall or whatever. And then he threw it. <laughs> yeah. He threw it into the frozen lake and, Don't it, fucking and it reverberated. Do that. Yeah. And he was Don't upset about it. Don't throw the gift. Dumb, yeah, dumb. but he's being a little bit of an incel right now, too. Don't worry, he won't be forever. Yeah, he and Lucian. Uh, yeah, I guess I think Lucian will die because unrequited love is also a trope. So I think you have to kind of go for that too. He'll have to die saving her. Well, I really like. I told you this already, right? The the theory about Lucian and and Azrael. No, I really believe that this theory is true. Mm. Um, but there was a theory that, and I wish I could just find a TikTok because I'm not going to say it well enough. But there is a there was a theory that um the original that the cauldron wanted the the bat boys to have the three sisters as mates Mm -hmm. which something that actually does frustrate me about the series is how they're like mating bonds are so rare and special and Mm -hmm. then they're like you get a mating bond you get a mating bond everybody gets one and it's like i thought they were fucking rare bro Well, i guess like uh they're a small sect of a larger world and they're also like the most rare and powerful ones. Yeah, whatever. And it's the cauldron. The cauldron mating bonds are, I guess, to bring together the best, the that, most powerful the, people to, to breed well or whatever. Yeah, to breed power. But it pisses me off. Anyway, so there is a theory that basically the cauldron's original plan was to have all the Bat Boys have all the the Archeron sisters, mm-hmm. and that basically when. They were dipping the other two Archeron sisters mm-hmm. in the cauldron, and Azriel tried to save Elaine. Mm-hmm. That Elaine and Azriel were mated, or were were supposed to be mated. Mm-hmm. But at the moment that she fully dipped in, he was dead for whatever mm-hmm. second that was, and that because 
he was dead when she emerged for that moment, mm-hmm. the cauldron switched the mating or, or gave her a new mate in Lucian. And so... Because they hint at a connection between the two of them. Elaine and Azrael. In, the, in yeah. the fourth book. Yeah. And it's like, they're like... They're, he, did you read the secret chapter from book four? What You'd have chapter? to look for it. It's not in your book. So no. What? There's a secret chapter. It's a, it's a bonus chapter. Oh. Um, and it it's it gives a little bit more um about that mm. about the alluded to attraction between Elaine and Azriel. Mm. It might be in the last book though, so just wait. Wait till you finish the series to look for the bonus chapters. There are four bonus chapters. Throughout the whole series. Yeah. Mm. One is a Reese one from Reese's perspective. One is from Azrael's perspective. Don't remember the last two. I know what they're all about, but I don't remember. The, but the, those are the two. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the theory is that um, Azrael was supposed to be her mate, um, but he died in mm-hmm. the moment that she emerged. And because of that, the mating bond jumped or was reassigned, if you will, mm-hmm. to someone who was alive, to the next best in the room, mm-hmm. I guess, which is stupid. Um and so it jumped to Lucian, mm. even though that wasn't the original whatever. Um, which I do think there's merit to that, actually. Because it would stand to reason, right? Yeah. Again, that would be a little tropey. Three bad boys with three Archeron sisters would be a little tropey. Yeah, it but, is a little weird, though, too, just because of the power structure. If you would then create tears, it would be Reese, Cassian, Azrael. Lucian. I don't understand what you're talking about. Sorry. Like if like most powerful uh-huh. is Reese, Cassian, Azrael, Lucian. Mm, I think Azrael is more powerful than Cassian, but. Well, yeah, but if they are assigned based on just the, what will create the best offspring. Mm. If it's in term of power well, tiers, no. well, then one of them would have been assigned to Highburn. Because he had a lot of power, he wielded a lot of power at that point. No, but Hybern was a halfling or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. Hybern was half human. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe he was all human. Well, no, he. I will have say been, right? no because he lived. He was for a, a halfling years. though. Um, also, I had another thought. Oh, in the I'm, book that I just read, I they need were you talking. to really hone in on the plot points of this last book when you're reading it, mm-hmm. because I'm forgetting some stuff that's really important. <laughs> and I am, mm-hmm. I do intend to read Crescent City, and the stuff I'm forgetting, I know, is in Crescent City. So mm-hmm. I need you to really remember so you can remind me. I will also, yeah. Um, they were talking about a, uh, some kind <coughs> of high fae that disappeared into the human world, but like they, there are whispers that her bloodline still exists in. Who? What? They're, they're in the last book that I, I I read. They were like talking about how there was some fae lady that uh, some super powerful chick that escaped and left and did something else with her life. But her bloodline still exists in a, some muted way in the human world. I think, of course, it's um, Feyre, her, the Archeron family. That's my guess on that. Hmm. I don't remember what you're talking about, so hmm. possible. I forget what her name was, but they were like, yeah, this chick was super powerful and she... Could it be Feyre's mom? I don't know what her deal is. 
Well, she's dead now. But my point is, could it be that that person was Farah's mom and that's why Farah's... Well, it was a long time ago. So maybe it could be Farah's mom. Like a super long time ago. Like some... Yeah, but she like... You know, I don't know. She, I don't remember she what you're was talking with a about. human and had to escape and left the everything in Prithian and like lived her life out in somewhere else. And like her, they say like her bloodline is still possibly or rumored to be in existence among certain humans or something. Let me um, take this opportunity, this, and then we can mm-hmm. tighten up or finish up here, but tie it, tie it up in mm-hmm. a bow. But, um, I just want to give some shout outs to the series that I have read or am reading or I'm going to read, um, read book talk. So I did read the, of flesh and bone series waiting on book four to come out in October. Mm-hmm. That one I would rate, you know what I should start doing? Mm-hmm. Tell me if you think this is a good idea or not, because I really was thinking about this the other night as I was falling asleep. Be for serious. I've been thinking about when I read a book, when I finish it, mm-hmm. going to the front page or maybe the last page, who cares which, mm-hmm. and writing in like how many out of five stars. Yeah, like your thoughts. The date I finished it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe writing the date I start, the date I finish, mm-hmm. how many out of five stars, and like a small blurb. Like if I'm yeah. like good, you know, not n- nothing crazy, not taking up a whole page, but like two sentences like about you know, whatever to trigger my memory. Yeah. Do you think that's a good, like in the book? Cause like I had a thought that I could be journaling it, that I could write it in journal, but the reality <clears throat> is I'm never going to revisit that. Yeah. And if I want to reread a book, I could just get the book off the library wall, look in it and then see my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Or if I lend it to someone else, they could get it off the thing. And, and I could literally like, if the blurb says like predictable, but not bad, you know, whatever the case, like a blurb, not a spoiler, but a blurb, you know? Yeah predictable tropey smutty good you know what i mean yeah what do you think about that idea i think it's good you can like yeah just do you think it's book defacing or like because it's my book who cares yeah i think i mean honestly do you like that idea what do you think yeah i think it's a good idea because then it's like also allows because about my memory too on that like and it allows your um what's the word offspring Spons? yeah but there's a uh, continued Children? yeah in in uh my line no my succession your it starts with a p prodigies no i can't remember it right now okay but um my the, children yeah and theirs and the ones after that and the ones after that mm. um that's the word it starts with a p it's not patronage no um to to have something to like if they look at your books or whatever you know it'll have a little you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh you remember and they have like their ancestry.com and it's like oh you remember yeah um, she loves smut books <laughs> or you know these you know this is what i think it's cool to <laughs> i think it's cool to have uh a little thing where it's like this is this person's handwriting this is what they thought on this date you know what i mean what do you it's think like, of cool. that idea Where's he gotten? What do you think of that idea? I don't think it's book defacing because there are so many books now. Like it's not like. Yeah, like at the back of the book, like on the day I start the book, I could write the date, and then when I finish the book, I write the date I finish the book, 
And then I could write like how many out of five stars and then just write a quick like thing to remind myself if I liked it or not. Like, oh, it was predictable, but good. Maybe like elementary style, writing style, um, you know, write a blurb, something mm-hmm. to remind myself, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to start doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start doing that. I wish I had done it for... Um, yeah, I was talking with Sammy Sosa about Akatar, about the last book, and there was so much stuff that she was like talking, and I was like, I barely remember that. I think I have to reread the whole fucking series. <laughs> yeah. I was really trying to find that word. Pedigree. Mm-mm. Fuck. Any horror, um, the series Posterity. I'm reading. Oh. That's not it. No. It's close, though. Progeny. That's oh, my progeny. It. Yeah, that's like it. Like Pam. Like what? To Eric. Never mind. That wasn't you. Who's it? <laughs> True Blood, his progeny. Uh, um. Anyway. Yeah, you got to take it up with uh, Greystone's dad on that one. On True Blood as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He, we are meant to be best friends. Uh-huh. This is crazy. Maybe every time. even more than, than you and I in a lot of ways. <laughs> every time <laughs> you say stuff, I'm like, this guy, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so good. Yeah. It's hilarious. You should, like, Facebook message. I don't. What do you think about True Blood? Talk, let me, t- tell me about, tell me about Snooki. <laughs> no. Okay. So, anyway. Um, okay. So, yeah. Of, of flesh and bone. No. What is it? I think it's a flesh and bone, the series. Mm. What lies beyond the veil and and the rest of those books? Mm-hmm. Um, really good. Waiting on the last one. Finish that. Started. Um, when the series names are not the same as the book titles, mm-hmm. throws me off. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So right now I'm reading Scarlet Sinclair's. Um, book series and I don't remember the series name but I think it's the Adrian It well I know it's the Adrian and his old series but I don't know that's not the series name but the books mm. are about this one is um, instead of Faye it's vampires you told me about this one I did yeah also I someone on TikTok was trashing the fourth wing just one person because yeah. a lot of people aren't mm-hmm I saw someone talking. Take it with a grain of. Um, so anyway, I'm reading this one. There's only one more book in this series um, so far. Then she has another series that's five books that is a Hades and Persephone retelling. Hmm. Three of the books are from Persephone's per- perspective, and two of the five books are from Hades' perspective. I'm not going to do that one next. I think next I'm going to do the... Ash and Blood from Ash and Blood mm-hmm. series by Jennifer Armentrout. And that one is a like seven book series. They're all like 600 pages, but I have it on good authority from Sammy Sosa that they are relatively quick reads and that they're very good. Um, so I might do that one next. Then. There were two more series. Anyway, I'm really into book talk. Mm-hmm. And you should be too. I'm in plant talk. Maybe Let I'll... Let me tell you about this. Okay. There's a gentleman named Tanner Mitchell. Mm. You got to get with Tan. Mm. 
Well, Hashtag slap that pot. Slap that pot. Is it the That's replanting the, uh, guy? The, yeah, the yeah. Because I follow a guy who's always <laughs> replanting things. He just came out with uh, merch. Yeah. This is his thing. Slap that pot. Yeah. He just came out with merch. Slap the pot. Um. Yeah, love this guy. Sometimes I feel like a loaf of bread. Everyone keeps taking a slice of me until all that's left are two crusty pieces that nobody wants. And I just want to scream, appreciate me, damn it, but I don't. Why? Because my mother always told me that nice girls shouldn't make a fuss, and now I am a flippin' doormat! <laughs> 